0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. The title of today's message is Things That Do Not Change, Part 2. Last week we recognised the harsh reality that the world you and I live in is unstable and uncertain in so many ways. We asked this big question, can we have any sense of certainty and stability in a world that is so uncertain and unstable. I suggested to us that we can, if we will hold on to things that are certain, to things that do not change. And we can be absolutely certain about the things of God, because God does not. Change. Last week we looked at God Himself, that He does not change in Himself. We saw that He is always perfectly trustworthy, He is always perfectly good, He always gives good and perfect gifts. When we hold on to God, we can have peace, even in the most turbulent and confusing times. This week, we're going to have a look at God's words. As we looked last week at God who does not change, we read these words about Him. Numbers, chapter 23, verse 19. I'll read all texts from the New International Version. God is not human that He should lie. Not a human being that He should change His mind. Does He speak and then not act? Does He promise and not fulfill? You know, it's a great compliment to call a person a man of His word or a woman of her word. It means that they are people of integrity. It means that you can believe what they say. And God is like that, but perfectly. You see, even men and women of integrity are still fallible, but God Is infallible. So when God says something, we can believe it with absolute confidence. When God says something, we should write it down so that we remember it. Because it's true. And it always will be true. That's one reason why we have the Bible. People wrote down what God said so that future generations would know. His words. Listen to what the Bible says about God's words. Psalm 119, verse 89 Your word, Lord, is eternal, it stands firm in the heavens. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35 Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never. Pass away. See, God's words are eternal. They stand firm. They will never pass away. They stand firm now and they will always stand firm. Now, I've heard it said that the Bible is old fashioned, that it's out of date, it's no longer relevant. People typically say this for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because it's an old book. And secondly, because some of its values are so contrary to modern culture and popular opinion. Put another way, many years ago, many people agreed with the Bible. But now, many people disagree with it. What these people are effectively doing is making the culture of the day or current popular opinion the judge of the Bible's validity. Now, I can understand that viewpoint if the Bible was written as a reflection of the culture of the day, of the culture when it was written. But it was not. It was counterculture. So many of the words of God that are recorded in the Bible challenge the culture of the day. Let me give you some examples. The laws given to Moses were new to the people receiving them. They'd never heard these things before. They had to learn new ways and ways that were often very different from the Egyptian culture that they had grown up in. The writings of the prophets were often unpopular because they rebuked and corrected the hearers. This is why prophets were often persecuted, and people would try to silence them because they didn't like what they were hearing. And the words of Jesus were as challenging and counterculture then as they are now. So, the Bible is certainly not a reflection of the culture of the day, it's more of a commentary on the culture, and usually, Challenging the culture of the day. The Bible records God speaking. It records the words of God who does not change. So it is as timeless as God is. History is clear. Culture changes continually. What was completely unacceptable as little as 50 years ago may be completely acceptable today. Culture is current popular opinion. It's it's unstable, it's uncertain, because it keeps changing. So I would submit to you that we should never allow something that is as unstable and uncertain as our culture to judge the Bible. The Bible, which is God's words that do not change, should rather judge our culture. God's words are eternal. They stand firm. They will never pass away. God's words are also powerful. We read in Genesis that God spoke and it happened. We read in the Gospels, Jesus spoke and it happened. This is the power of God's word. Listen to what God said through one of His prophets about His Word. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 and 11 As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Friends, if God speaks, we can know this. It will happen. He doesn't speak vain words. He's not like a politician making promises he can't keep. God speaks true words, and what He speaks will happen because they are powerful. Listen to what Jesus said about this. Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 and 18. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. If God said it, it will be accomplished. That said, it could be accomplished in surprising ways. For example, Jesus fulfilled the law in ways that surprised many of the teachers of the law. For example, he became the Passover lamb. Jesus also fulfilled the words that had been spoken through prophets in a way that surprised many. A great example is the crucifixion that was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 53. So sometimes God takes us by surprise. But when we look back we can see that God's plan was being fulfilled. We didn't see it coming, but His plan was being fulfilled. And this adds to our assurance that everything that God has said will happen. Knowing this gives us a, a sense of orientation. It gives us a, a framework for living. As we read God's words, we see the big picture. We see how this age began. We see how this age will end. We see something of God's plan throughout the scriptures. And we find our purposes within this plan. It gives us that clear, stable, strong, true framework for life. So, that may be a little bit theological, How does that practically affect the way that you and I live? If you and I will make our decisions and plot the course of our lives on the basis of popular opinion and culture, you and I are likely to get really frustrated. You and I are likely to lose our way. It's a bit like trying to win a game of soccer when the rules keep changing and the goalposts keep moving. But if you and I will make our decisions and plot the course of our lives on the basis of what God has said, you and I are quite likely to clash with popular opinion. But we are also likely to stay steady and on course. Here's an illustration. Imagine that you want to cross the English Channel, traveling from England to France. The first time you decide that you will make the crossing by yacht. You check the weather forecast for the wind speed and the direction and you plot your course. But shortly after you set off, the wind direction changes. You quickly plan a new course. But then the wind drops and the current pulls you way off course. After hours and hours of stressful sailing you finally land far away from your planned point of arrival. The second time, you're wiser. This time, you buy a ticket for the Eurostar train. You go to the correct station, to the correct platform, at the correct time, and you step onto the train. 35 minutes later, you arrive in France. When you and I base our life choices and our goals on popular opinion and culture, our life can be like that yacht crossing. It's a frustrating journey in unstable conditions that keep changing. And it ends up in the wrong destination. But when you and I base our life choices and our goals on what God has said, our life can be more like that train crossing. Sure, it will not always suit us. We have to follow the train timetable. The train may be delayed at one station or so. We may feel confined at times having to stay on the train. We may feel claustrophobic as we go through the tunnel. We may feel out of control because we're not driving. But we will get to the right destination. Listen to some words of Jesus. Luke chapter 6, verses 46 to 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, The torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Friends, God's words are not just unchanging, His ways work. Some people think that the Bible is just a religious book or a law book, but it's actually jam-packed full of lessons for life. It teaches us about friendship, about marriage, about conflict and conflict resolution, about team building, financial management. So much more. It's actually God's manual for life. When we put His words into practice, we find ways that work. If we ignore His words, because we think that we know better, or that the leaders of our day know better, when that proverbial flood comes, the house comes crashing down. The Apostle Paul wrote this about God's words in Scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Friends, we have written down for us, in our own language, words from God. We have words that do not change. We have words from God that are incredibly useful and incredibly helpful. If we will allow them to shape our lives as they teach us, rebuke us, correct us, and train us to live good lives... We will find ourselves thoroughly equipped for every good work. Popular opinion changes like the wind. It's a shaky foundation to build on. But God's word never changes. Let's hold on to God's unchanging, powerful, life-giving, life-directing words. They will keep us steady and they will lead us into an eternity with God himself. May that be so for us. Amen.